Welcome to Plant Your Roots, the podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and I'm rooting for you. Here on PYR, I get to the root of what it takes to shift your mindset and live a healed, fulfilled life of genuine happiness and inner peace. In this lifetime, you get to consciously bloom into the unique, flourishing, fruitful tree you were meant to be. So let's dig in, get dirty, plant your roots, and grow, baby, grow. Bree here with some hard-hitting breaking news. It doesn't matter who you are, where you live, what stage in life you're in, how much money you have, or what you've been through. True inner peace and happiness is available and attainable. You can and get to love life now. That was Bree with our breaking news of the day. Okay, seriously, I truly believe this. I believe that it does not matter who you are or what you've been through or what you experience in your daily life. You can be happy now and you can create a life that you love. So you get to bloom where you're planted. Take a look around you right now. Where are you at? Where do you live? What does your daily life look like? That is where you're planted. And I truly believe that you have the power to bloom now where you're planted. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I want to teach you how to love life now. So first, let's talk about energy. So if you've listened to the episodes, um, the previous episodes in this podcast, you know all about energy. So everything is made up of the same stuff. Everything is energy. We are all source energy and energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just exists and we are all a part of it. And the good news with that is that we get to play with it. And we get to create our lives the way we want it. So also, let's talk about the subconscious mind first. So if you've never heard about the subconscious mind, here's my little subconscious mind 101. We have the conscious mind, which is what I'm currently using to record this podcast episode. It's my logical brain that I am using. Underneath that is the subconscious mind. Think of your brain like a computer. So the subconscious mind is like the inner programming or software that is always running in the background. And it is shaped mostly between the ages of zero to seven. So the subconscious mind is formed during this time. Your subconscious mind is like a sponge during this time. I mean, it still is, but especially during this time that inner programming and software running in the background now was created when you were a child. And there was a reason for this. There was a reason why that we were built like this. There's a reason why we have a subconscious mind. And the reason why is protection and survival. So when we are little babies, little kiddos, It's important that we have this subconscious mind for protection. Why? Because when we watch our caregivers and people around us 
uh, move through life and do things the way that they do, it's important for our brains to catch on to that for survival. For example, this is always an example that comes up in my mind. So, But if you touch a hot stove when you're a kid, your subconscious mind is so active that you are going to know, wow, that hurt. I'm never going to do that again. So you get to watch your parents and caregivers and whoever you see in your life do everything they do in the world. We watch them and our subconscious mind takes in all of this information for protection and survival. Because we're animals, we're cavemen. I always think of the subconscious mind as the caveman brain. And everyone has one. And the subconscious mind is shown in our habits. 95% of our lives are being run on autopilot or old software. And the good news here is that we get to change this software. So... That's just my little subconscious mind 101. A lot of your habits and things that you're doing are run by that old programming or software. And our subconscious mind does not like change. It wants us to be safe. It wants to keep us safe and in our comfort zone. And it wants things to be how it always has been. How boring, right? So we get to play with it. We get to work with it. And that's a part of what all of this is about that I'm going to talk about today. So life is your dance floor. Let's treat life like your dance floor. There's this song by Pink. I believe it's called God is a DJ. Um, But that's what she says in the chorus. She says, if God is a DJ, life is a dance floor, love is the rhythm, and you are the music. If God is a DJ, life is a dance floor, you get what you give, and it's all how you use it. So Starting today, moving forward, treat your life like a dance floor. It gets to be fun. We get to play with it. We get to create what we want. Love is the rhythm and you are the music. You get what you give and it's all how you use it. I just love that song so much. If you've never heard it, go listen to it and jam out. Okay, so step one. I believe I have nine steps here or 10 steps. Okay, I have 10 steps here. So step one, invest in yourself. What we pay attention to, we get more of. And when I say invest in yourself, I don't mean just with money because your energy is currency. So as humans, we pay time, money, focus, and consumption. With each experience that you buy into, you're voting yes and telling the universe you want more of it. So truly, what do you want? And what are you paying attention to? What are you investing in on a daily basis? What do you want? Where can you shift your focus to make you make this happen? Whatever you are paying attention to is what you will get more of. So investing in yourself and you listening to this podcast episode today is an investing in yourself. You saw the title of the episode. You press play because you saw something about loving your life now and you're taking the time to listen to this. That's investing in yourself. That's giving your energy to something that you want more of. 
So step one, invest in yourself. Time, money, focus, or consumption. All right, what if I told you there was a magical portal you could enter tomorrow that would allow your brain and spiritual body access to unlimited connection to source energy, God, the universe. It would allow your brain and body access to intuition, connection with your inner guidance, reprogramming neural pathways for ease and positivity, shifting perspectives and outlooks to create inner peace, more feelings of I got this shit and all around better days, and the ability to walk through daily life with more clarity? What if I told you that you could enter a portal tomorrow and receive all of these things? This brings me to my next step, which is magical mornings. Magical mornings are your secret portal to success. And as you know, success looks like however you want it to. Your unique version of success is your unique version of success. And you get to create that with everything that I'm talking about today. Love it, love it. So magical mornings are that portal. Magical mornings will bring you all of this. And I am not kidding. (laughs) So subconscious mind activation. I talked about the subconscious mind and how it's running in the background. So how do we reprogram that? We can reprogram our subconscious mind in the morning and at night because our subconscious minds are very active right when we wake up and when we are going to like when we're falling asleep at night. 95% of our lives are being lived on the programs that have been created in the subconscious mind. So we get to take full advantage of this and train our brains. Enter this secret portal of success in the mornings. So start a morning routine right when you wake up. I know it's really hard when you're super tired. It's hard to want to get up in the morning and go have a morning routine or create space for yourself. It's hard to want to do that. But just know that if you're tired in the morning, right when you wake up, that's the perfect time to do this. If you're feeling a little sleepy, the subconscious mind is fully active right then. So you get to take full advantage of that. And with my magical mornings, I'm not about doing things. This is more about being rather than doing. So I know on social media, you see people with their morning routines. They go to the gym. They make a smoothie. They like create a schedule for their day. They do, do, do. They do all these things. And that's really cool too. Like if you feel called to do that, power to you. That's not typically me. Um, I mean, my morning routine changes and evolves, but uh, it's super important to me to have that space and time for myself. It helps you to reprogram your subconscious mind for the better. So there's always an integration period. If you are not used to waking up in the morning, this is going to feel hard. It's going to feel hard because the first step is do not press snooze. Do not press snooze. Everything that we're doing right when we wake up in the morning is sending messages straight to the subconscious mind, straight to the brain. 
And when we press snooze, we're sending this message to the brain that, nope, not today. I'll do it later. I mean, we're sending a message to our brain that we're worth, we're not worth getting up. So I know it's really hard, but don't press snooze. And I want you to know that when it feels hard, you're doing it right. And it doesn't have to be as hard as our mind creates it to be. It doesn't have to be as hard as we think it to be. Um, The reason why it feels so hard is because it's a threat to the ego on an identity level. When we are so used to not having this time and we're so used to pressing snooze, um, that is a program that we've created because our subconscious mind is so active in the morning. It's become an autopilot thing to just do this, but we get to flip the script. Like I always say, we get to flip the script. You feel me? Okay. So with this, we get to create a new story for ourselves. Everything we do in the morning sends signals straight to the dome piece and determines the energy of the rest of our day. So like I said, this is less about doing and more about being. And you can really do anything just as long as you create this time for self-care and to be with yourself and hopefully alone. Um, Hopefully you can create this space to be alone with yourself. But here are my steps. So there's three steps. That's it. Don't press snooze is number one. Feet on the floor right when your alarm goes off. When it feels hard, you're doing it right. So number one, don't press snooze. Number two, be in your sacred space. So create a sacred space in your home that you can go to in the morning that that has no distractions and that feels peaceful to you. So don't press snooze and then go be in your sacred space. Number three, there are so many options for number three. You can do whatever you want here. Meditation, movement, you can listen to soft music. Something I really like to do is on Spotify, I look up sound bath or miracle tones or frequencies, different chakra frequencies. And I put headphones on for my meditation or breath work. So you can do, um, you can listen to TED Talks. You can listen to podcasts. Um, I don't necessarily recommend like soaking in all sorts of information right in the morning. Truly, I think it's important to have this time just to be, um, just to exist. But if this is something that'll get you out of bed, do it. Some other things is journaling, reflection, stillness, silence, tarot. You can get a tarot deck, maybe pull some cards for yourself. You can drink some water, coffee, or tea, and it can evolve however you want it to. But maybe start to think about what would you like to do in the morning? What feels right for you? What feels fun for you? What feels good for you? And do it. Don't press snooze. Go be in your sacred space and then do what you want to do. That's it. And this will train your brain. Okay, so next we have feeling is healing. This is number three. So let yourself feel. In our childhood programming, we're taught to suppress emotions to make others comfortable. But truly, there is no true healing without fully feeling. And you know that this is shadow work. You can listen to the last episode to hear a little bit more about this. But how do you treat yourself during tough times? Choose to treat yourself like someone you love. Like someone you love if they're going through a hard time. Would you tell them, stop crying and get the hell over it? Or would you nurture them and allow them space to heal? 
This is another thing that is super, super helpful for loving your life now. Let yourself feel, let yourself be in the shit. It's really hard and uncomfortable at first, but like I said, there's no true healing without fully feeling. We can treat tough feelings as a gift from the universe, showing us exactly what we need to heal from and release to grow and move forward. Know that it's okay to not be okay. Okay, so number four, change or reframe. This is a whole mindset shift. We can change it or reframe it. You are in control. So ask yourself right now, what do you find yourself most complaining about? What is something that feels stuck or icky? What seems out of control in your life right now? So whatever this is, you can change it or reframe it. This is the power of choice. So whatever it is, think to yourself, can I change this? Can I truly change this? And Am I in control of this? Can I change it? If the answer is no, then reframe it. To reframe a situation is to flip your perspective from one of resistance and negativity to an outlook of gratitude and positivity. So it's like we're putting it in a pretty frame when we're reframing it, which you can physically do. You can write down in a journal on a piece of paper what the problem is and draw a box around it and create a pretty frame around it. For an example, if you are constantly complaining about your job or um, your job feels icky or out of control or you just hate it or like you, you want out and you ask yourself, can I change this? If the answer is no, that you can't change it, put it in a pretty frame, write down job, put a box around it and write down some things around it. Maybe draw some flowers, write down some things around it that are positive. What's positive about this job? Okay, it will get me where I want to go. It puts food on the table. It teaches me lessons. It's maybe only temporary. It provides stability. It feeds my dog. Like there are so many different things that we can find about these things in our life that can help us to reframe. And if the answer is yes, that you can change it, then you have the power to change it. So for another example, if something you're constantly complaining about or something that feels stuck or icky or out of control is that you want to feel better in your body, maybe you're constantly complaining about your body or your health. So ask yourself, can I change this? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, you have the power to change it. How you would want to go about this is where can I shift my focus to change this? How can I change this? Set an intention and take action for change. So as you can see, this is a whole mindset shift. And for me, this is like being sick of your own shit and like giving yourself a kick in the ass. Like I'm in control. I'm either going to change it or reframe it because I am stuck on this loop of complaining about it and I get to choose to change or reframe. Okay, so number five, the bounce back method. It is what it is. Mindset shift. 
So this is the bounce back method. This is the concept that life events do not cause our suffering. It is the thinking of the events that create the suffering. We are the only species on this planet that tortures ourselves and punishes ourselves over and over and over again for the same mistake or mishap and unconsciously ruminates, therefore creating our own suffering. Mind blown, right? We literally create our own suffering with our own minds. And we are doing this unconsciously. So we get to use the power of our thoughts to stop the cycle. Step one, recognize the negative thought. You are not your mind. Step two is release the thought. It is not welcome here. Step three is redirect to a positive thought. So instead of just ruminating on this and going down this spiral, we can choose to bounce back. And we can't always do that, of course. If this is something that's huge in your life that needs changing or that needs address, clearly you can't just bounce back. But there are small things in our life that we can choose to not ruminate over, that we can choose to not suffer over. Because we create our own suffering over and over and over again without even knowing it. So it's just making that conscious choice to recognize the thought, release the thought, and then redirect it. And here's a little affirmation. It is what it is. What happened, happened as it should. I release what could have been and choose to move forward now. And you'll know exactly when to do this. You're very intuitive being. We all are. So you know what's worth ruminating over. You know what's worth spiraling down over. And you know what's not worth doing that. Don't create your own suffering and bounce back. Okay, number six, gratitude. Okay, gratitude is a foundation for an abundant life. And if you have not listened to my episode Rooted in Gratitude, go do it. The fact that you simply exist is a miracle in itself. You are a living, breathing, physical being on a floating rock in space. Like, what the hell? It's just a miracle that you're here. So gratitude. Have gratitude. Live in gratitude. Expect blessings. Are you walking throughout your day expecting bad things to happen? Or are you walking throughout your day expecting blessings? Are you walking throughout your day expecting good things to happen? expecting magic, finding magic. When we choose to live in gratitude, it removes the ugly blanket over the world and shows us what truly is, which is beauty. Zoom out. A lot of the time when we are so stuck in our ways and we're so stuck in our day-to-day, we are zoomed in on our issues and When we can just fully zoom out and think about the vastness of the world, it's like, okay, it's not that bad and we can find gratitude. If we aren't grateful for what we have, why the hell would source energy bless us with more? Be grateful for what you have now, find gratitude, and live in gratitude. Number seven, find the lessons. This is such an amazing, important thing that has changed my life. Find the lessons in everything. Life is not happening to me. Life is happening for me. That is your new mantra, okay? Life's not happening to you. It's happening for you. 
So you get to transmute hardship or hard things into lessons. What is this teaching you? Always, always think about that when you're going through something hard or when you have a trigger because the universe is your university. We can learn so, so much if we just tap into it and try and find the lesson in it. What you seek, you will find. So your triggers can be guideposts. And I want to give some examples here. So here's some situations and some lessons that you can learn from the situations. Okay, so let's say you have an unexpected expense. It's, you know, triggering like, holy crap, I didn't think I would have to pay for this. What am I going to do? Oh, wait, what is this teaching me? Okay, this is teaching me preparedness. This is teaching me that I should be prepared, that maybe I should have an emergency fund. Another situation, someone's not being nice. Someone's being a meanie. Someone's like just not being a nice person to you. The lesson here is do not entertain low vibe people. Don't entertain it. Like just don't engage. Don't be in it. That's the lesson. And it could be a different lesson. I mean, it's going to be different for everyone. Whatever you want to come up with, that's your lesson. Whatever comes to mind. The situation, um, another situation is failure or unmet expectations. The lesson here is get back up when we fall down. When we fail, it's because we had unmet expectations. This is truly what it comes down to. Failure is an expectation that was unmet. And the lesson that we can learn from that is to get back up when we fall down. Because you just have to. You have to keep getting back up. Um, Another situation is death. So like someone in your life died. Um, The lesson that we can learn for this is gratitude for life. It can teach us so, so much. Um, Another situation is losing a relationship. The lesson is that there's more out there for me. Like that, that relationship wasn't serving me and there's more out there for me. Losing a job. The lesson, how to overcome adversity. So let's say that you lose your job. It's really hard. It's really unexpected. And it's hard for you to find the lesson. You can think, okay, this is really teaching me that I can overcome hard things, hard, unexpected things. And it's teaching you how to move through that. Um, Another situation is like an injury or an accident. Uh, For me, I always take these as lessons. I always take these as lessons to wake up or slow down, depending on what it is. And It may sound crazy to some, but seriously, like this is so helpful to keep you moving forward. Like what can I learn from this situation? So those are just some examples and um, what my intuitive brain, you know, comes up with for certain situations and it'll look different for everyone, but truly start to practice that. What lessons can you learn from situations? Because what you seek, you will find. So if you seek negativity, you'll find negativity. If you seek roadblocks, you will find them. If you seek positivity, you'll find positivity. If you seek open doors or opportunities, you will find them. If you seek reasons to feel shitty, you will find them. If you seek reasons to feel good, you will find them. All right, number eight, watch your language. Words are energy and words are power. That's why they call it spelling because spelling 
with our words, we are casting spells. The language you use shapes your reality. Words carry vibration. So what stories are you telling? What are you putting out into the world? It's so important. Watch your language. Be your own parent. I do this to myself. So if I find myself saying something that isn't true to me, I will literally tell myself, watch your language, Missy. Because every statement after I am, your subconscious takes as full truth. Every statement after the words I am, your subconscious takes as full truth. Do not forget that and be careful with your words. Watch your language and write your own story. Number nine, get to know yourself. Get to know you. We are all unique beings. And when we get to know ourselves, we get to figure out our unique ways of functioning. Everyone's unique in their own ways. So there are a few ways you can do this. Um, Journaling for sure. Getting to know yourself can be done through lots of journaling. Um, Also numerology, astrology, and human design. So numerology is the study of numbers and the concept that numbers are energy. And if you pull up your numerology uh, birth chart, it can help you to get to know the unique being that you were created to be, as well as astrology, the celestial effect on human life. Pull up your astrology chart and see what that looks like. It's really cool to make connections within that to see... Uh, the effect that the stars have on you. And then human design. If you've never heard of human design, it is so freaking cool. Um, You can get your chart at jovianarchive.com. And this is your unique genetic design. This is a self-knowledge system. And all of these are self-knowledge systems, numerology, astrology, and human design. So these help us to understand our unique ways of functioning, what we bring to the world, our purpose, and why we are the way we are. They give us permission to be our true authentic selves. They give us permission to unapologetically express ourselves in our own unique ways. It's like, oh, that's why I am the way I am. Okay, now I can embrace that. Um, It also gives us permission to connect with our true selves and show up purposefully in a way that honors and works in unison with our unique design. It's so amazing when we get to know ourselves and our unique ways of functioning and we honor that. So get to know you. Step 10. This is our last step. Lean for support. Lean on others for support. You are not alone. You can receive support from friends, family, mentors, teachers, coaches, so many different people. Um, You are your own guru, but people in your life or mentors or coaches or teachers, they help you shift perspectives, which can help create faster transformation for you. When we hear other people's experiences and what they've been through and we hear their perspective on that, It can help us to get outside of our minds and into our lives and see what's possible for ourselves. We live in a technologically advanced world with unlimited resources. YouTube, podcasts, books, audiobooks, TED Talks, social media. 
You can lean on others for support in all of these different ways. There are so many people out there who want to help you and there are so many resources available to you. So lean for support. You're not alone. Okay, beautiful people. Take a deep breath in through the nose. And big exhale through the mouth. Let it go. Relax your shoulders and lift the corners of your mouth and smile. I hope that everything you heard today helps you to move forward in a way that honors what you truly want. And know that it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at in life, you deserve happiness and you have the power to create it in your own unique way. Take whatever resonated today and roll with it. Take what resonates and leave the rest. I just want to go through a little bit of a recap of all of the steps. So first, invest in yourself. What we pay attention to, we get more of. Number two, magical mornings are your secret portal to success. Everything we do in the morning sets us up for the rest of our day. So create that magical morning. Number three, feeling is healing. Let yourself feel. Number four, change it or reframe it. You are in control. Number five, the bounce back method. It is what it is. Remember that we can create our own suffering and try not to go down that spiral when you don't have to. Number six, find gratitude. Gratitude is a foundation for an abundant life. Expect blessings in your life. Expect blessings. Number seven, find the lessons. Remember, life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. Number eight, watch your language. Words are energy. Words are power. Remember, with your words, you are casting spells. Number nine, get to know yourself. Get to know you, honey. What do you like? What do you not like? How do you function? And create your life based off of that. Because when you get to know yourself and what you want... That's like the beginning steps to creating a beautiful life that feels uniquely good to you. Number 10, lean on others for support. You are seriously not alone. Nine times out of 10, when we are just in our heads thinking that no one wants to hear our crap or no one's here for us, there are people out there that want to be here for you. Just give yourself permission to reach out for support and know that there are unlimited resources out there for you. All right, my sweet friends, take what resonates here and leave the rest. I truly believe that you can bloom right now where you're planted. You don't have to go do what society thinks that you have to do to create happiness and success. Every single step that I have shared with you today, you can start today. It's more of a being rather than doing, and it's like all of these mindset shifts that we can have intention behind that will drive us forward, and that will help us to create a life that feels truly good to our unique selves. Reclaim your power today. Move forward with trust in yourself. Own your self-worth. Own your confidence. Use 
all of the things that I have mentioned today to create a life that you love, that feels good, and bloom where you're planted now. And with that being said, I have an announcement. I'm going to take my own advice here and I'm going to take the summer off from podcasting. As much as I love um, this podcast and I love everything I'm doing here, I truly think everything is shifting for me right now. Um, Everything that I really want for myself is becoming much more clear and I'm going to take this whole summer just to be and to enjoy my life and to embody the person that I've become and to create a summer full of love and light and cultivated inner child energy and just exist. And that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to do and know that whatever you want to do, you can do. We all have the power to create the life that we want. And I just have to take my own advice and go do that. So I hope that this was really helpful for you. And I will see you in a couple of months. Don't forget to laugh. Take time for yourself and smile and have fun with life. Life is a dance floor. Remember, have a wonderful day. Take a deep breath. (sighs) I'm rooting for you. Mm -hmm.